Dearly beloved, fellow listeners, first-time listeners, people who've listened from the beginning, thank you for coming here for a mournful edition of CBQ Legacy. In this 81st episode, I must tell you that all things must come to an end. Not (laughs) Not our show, mind you, but many things have died this week. And I think it is time that uh, Brett, I'm I am Evil Jeff, and I am here with Brett, who is just overcome with emotion. Brett, are you okay? I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Do you want anything to eat? Um, I will say there are too many casseroles here right now. I think you went overboard with the casseroles. <laughs> but I the think gifted loved casseroles. All right. Well, let's not jump ahead of the game. All right. Let's hold off. In this funeral, we are going to hold a few eulogies. I think we will take turns giving the eulogies of certain things, um, uh, shows, characters, people, ideas, and loves that have died this week. Um, Should we start off, and I know this is not pleasant to say at a funeral but should we start off with the things we don't care about that died and end with the things we do care about that died while all life is precious yes i think that's a great way to go it's sort of like you know when they do the in memoriam at the oscars and at the very they save the good ones for the you end for everyone the, to clap there's people you clap you start for with the agents and there's people that you don't clap for you, you the agents the cinematographer well, not, not so much the cinematographers the sound people. And then you get into the B. Arthurs. So I think let's start off with low on the totem pole. In the X-Men world, there has been a death. We're not getting to the important ones. We're going to start with a television show. So I would like to give a eulogy, if you don't mind, Brett. Please. Ah, the gifted. How I remember you. You started off as just a a shiny gleam in the sperm of Brian Singer that shot out onto the youngest uh, actor. There's no, there's no proof of, of so that, many of careers course, have started. Of so many careers. But a show that started with so much promise that gave us Fenris and, and Polaris mm. and mm. Blink and, mm-hmm. and, and started off just wow. this amazing, amazing show, which then season mm. two came. And then season two showed that the writers didn't know what the fuck they were doing. And it just <laughs> fell apart. And was this season three? I don't even know. Was it season three this was? I don't think so. Whatever season this was, they tried to save it in the last episode. But alas, it was too late. Nobody gave a shit. And so the people at Fox decided to put it out of its misery. And the gifted is with us no more. Do you have any words to say, Brett? No. You checked out on this show long before (laughs) I did. I'm just here for the buffet. (laughs) Yeah, the gifted is gone. It's gone. Yeah, um, much of the Fox X-Men universe is gone. Much like Jean Grey's soul. 
Jean Grey's soul. May I deliver the next eulogy? Yes. Thank you. Well, what can I say about the Fox X-Men movies? You started off with a lot of promise. You gave us Cyclops and Wolverine. And then as you went on, you gave us some sort of Deadpool, gave us some sort of Psylocke, gave us some other sort of Psylocke. You certainly gave us an Emma. You just gave and gave and gave. You gave us Dark Phoenix twice. So giving the Fox X-Men movies. And I think that's what I'll remember the most. But with this latest Dark Phoenix, Dark Phoenix trailer, it is literally the final nail in the coffin. <coughs> and I, for one, am relieved. Did you, you, I, you saw the trailer. I saw the trailer. And what, did you, what did you think of it? I smiled. Smiled in like a sinister Dark Phoenix way where you're like, ha fuck this thing, it's over. Or smiled as in like, oh, this actually, this looks like something I might enjoy watching. You know, I think the X-Men fan in me smiled. Yeah, I did too. There was something also, I felt it was a way better edited trailer than yeah. previous trailers coming out. And it really just showed, it's really about Phoenix wanting to fuck everything up and destroy everything. It, that latest trailer felt very classic Phoenix to me. It yeah. felt very Phoenix, like it just felt like the Phoenix saga. Yeah. And Lalandra, still not sure who you, what you are and what you have to do with it. And I've come to terms with the fact that it's not going to be anything like the actual comic. Don't you think it's going to be a, like a little bit of the ultimate story, but like still space? What was the ultimate Phoenix story? That they but were she didn't cult. die. Oh, Lelandra yeah, yeah, yeah. Of a cult yeah, that's that probably. worshipped the yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that happening. Yeah, that's probably what it is. That makes sense. Um, I can see her being Lady Mastermind. Ooh. It replacing like, Mastermind in the story. It, didn't it look like she had powers? Illusions. Yeah. She was doing oh, illusions. Lady Mastermind Lalandra. Like, I I think that's kind of cool. That's But you know the real answer. It'll probably just be something stupid. Yeah. No. <laughs> she's she's going to turn into Diamond. You, you think she's Emma she's, Frost? I think she is Emma Frost's daughter, Emma Frost, in the Fox <laughs> X-Men universe. Oh, my God. You, you are just, you just stop it. Don't, don't give me an, I just had an instant boner. Oh, don't do that to me. No, it's going to be C, something stupid. Yeah. But it also looks like they just double down or it's just like, and we're killing Mystique. We're killing it this bitch. Been called, it should have been called Dark Phoenix. We're killing Mystique. <laughs> have you heard? We're killing Mystique. Yes, we know. <laughs> but it is crazy that they did say that there was two, there was a positive thing. They did come out and say that New Mutants is still on the slate. It hasn't been shelved and it will come out. So that made me happy. But what didn't make me happy is along with the X-Men, they also said, oh, we already planned out like the next like five years of of Avengers stuff. So there's going to be no X-Men. And to that, I say bullshit. 
What? I say it's you bullshit. You can't say that at a funeral. Like, you can't fucking rewrite Wolverine into something at the last minute. Give me a fucking break. They did it with Spidey. Yeah. Oh, you can't write Wolverine into this thing, even though it'll sell millions and billions of extra dollars in toys. What's the matter? You don't want to write Wolverine into your thing? What yeah. You stupid. Yeah. What are you, a fucking idiot? I would kill to be able to write Wolverine into my things. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, hey, you got this romantic comedy? Fucking write Wolverine into it. You know what would make that better? Fucking that Wolverine. That horror movie? Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, you're doing the, the, the greatest, Great British, British Bake Off? Put fucking Wolverine in it. I don't care that it's a reality show. Oh, Angelina Jolie. Does it have Wolverine? <laughs> what is <laughs> And then we went off the rails. Okay, so... <laughs> uh, so X-Men... Just just put the fucking X-Men in the fucking Marvel shit. Jesus Christ. No, I'm like, don't. Make us wait. Punish us <laughs> for watching oh my God. years of Fox. No, no, we let's not. Punishment. go. Brett, go get a fucking dominatrix and, and... What is a male dominatrix called? A dom... Just a dom, right? Because uh, a dominatrix is—I feel like it'd have a different ending to it, like a dominator, d- like a dominator, a dominator, or you know, dominator, uh, a dominator, Uncle Jim. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I guess uh, what else should we give another eulogy? Yeah, please. Okay, dearly beloved. Uh, everyone who's joined, there is another death, and it's not just on the Marvel side. I'm afraid DC also has a death. That is right. While they are still finishing up the damn show, and on the day that they released the trailer, Swamp Thing is dead. Got pruned. Got pruned. They decided to cut the production... (laughs) They're forcing the people. Well, now. A 13-episode arc. They decided after shooting nine episodes, actually, you just need to end the whole thing after the 10th episode and we're fucking done with you. I heard it just had one episode shaved off of its first season. That's all. And I was like, that's no big deal. Oh, I heard it was three. But maybe I'm wrong. And mine is more dramatic, so I like my answer better. (laughs) Seriously, I heard the rumor mill was... Swamp Thing was axed in the middle of production. The DC platform is crumbling. And then I think I, when I actually dug into it, it was like, no, they just cut it by one episode. <laughs> it's fine. Well, isn't, okay, Warner Brothers owns DC, right? Yeah. Isn't Warner, Warner. Brothers starting their own platform? Warner Brothers is going to do their own streaming service, too. Well, Time Warner owns Warner Brothers and DC. <laughs> that's what I mean. I, I but, the, right. I, but I think Time Warner owns the huge... They just took off... There was some other uh, streaming service that they just shut down that had all of the Time Warner backlog movies. And they shut it down because Time Warner basically is like, no, we're going to do our own thing. And it's like, why haven't you pre-planned that so that you should just do a Time Warner DC streaming service so it not just had dc it also had the whole time warner backlog so then people would actually want to pay for it unlike me an idiot who's already fucking paying for it but you're not going to be for it but you're not going to be able to compete with disney that's going to have marvel star wars disney 
Oh. Like Disney Plus is gonna kill all other streaming platforms. They're yeah, going to die. Yeah. Look out Netflix, cause guess Look what? Out Netflix, cause you net fucked. Cause Netflix, your original programming is okay. It's garbage. Have you seen? Have <laughs> no, you seen? Okay. Uh, was it Love, Death, and Robots? No. It's not good. It's all animation, and That's it's why I haven't seen it. Bad. It's not good, but it's all sci-fi stuff, which, you know, you kind of like. But it's I not... I dig that stuff. I bet I love it. It's not good. <gasps> Wait. Oh, my God. We never talked about Sabrina. We didn't even consider Sabrina for this episode. That is I true. I finished it. You did. Shit. Well, that, I was waiting for you to finish it. Okay, well, we'll do oh, another... God damn it. We will do another... De- that'll be one of the later eulogies. Wait, who died in that? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, everybody. <laughs> But uh, but Netflix shows are bad. And just a quick side tangent. Have you watched the new gay show special? No, I want to. I really wanted to like it. I love oh, I'm, no. I love how <gasps> I'm whispering. I love how I'm whispering. It's oh so badly written. Oh, no. It's basically... Did you watch Shrill on Hulu with A.D. No, Bryant? That's really that good. Hulu. That's really good. It's basically shrill, but instead of a fat woman, it's a gay guy with cerebral palsy. Yeah. But it's just badly written. It's oh. like really badly written. I hear written. shrill is brilliantly written. Shrill is great, but special is badly written. And people are like, oh, I love this show. It's so sweet. I'm like, yeah, it's sweet. And the main actor, he looks adorable and sweet and great. But it's just written very badly. Like it's written mm. like, it, it just feels like like freshman... TV writing class. <laughs> like, here's this pilot, and then the teacher marks it up in red and is like, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's bad. Anyway, uh, Swamp Thing is dead. DC Platform might be dead, which sucks no. because, well, you don't, well, you were saying the whole thing might be crumbling. I mean, it could be. I don't know. Who the hell knows in this crazy world? Of well, they better platforms. not because I want it's fucking. It's so volatile. Because Doom Patrol needs to fucking stay. Doom Patrol needs to stay because that last episode was great. Should we talk about that now? Yeah, real Before, quick. Let's okay. do a yeah, side yeah, yeah. quest talking about the, the Jane episode. All digging into Crazy Jane. And it is interesting how this is what I thought Legion was going to be about. Thank you. Because Legion was supposed to be about, oh, I have all these personalities. This, oh, And I'm God. supposed to have, and each one has a different fucking power. That is totally what I thought Legion was going to be about before Legion happened. Yeah. Like before I saw it. So now oh. we have this. And this, I just love, it's Crazy Jane and, what's his name? Robot Man? Mm-hmm. Is... Are they a couple in the comics? Not a couple, but they had a great relationship. So they have like just a but a friend or is it romantic? Um, it it would always bordered. Okay, because yeah. I like I mean, that I would say there it was is just more like friends. But that's the thing is, do you think this is going into just friends with them too, or is there like, do you think they're they're gonna like try and have like crazy I, Jane feels, robot sex? No, it feels very father daughter to me, right? Well, but then she, I mean, that's awful. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. It's like, well, I she's. you already did. She was fucking her dad. So, I mean, that doesn't really. Hello. 
It's all yeah. I I'm so sick of though. It's all uh, tangled. I'm sick of like molestation, and I know that's how it is in the book. But molestation, I feel as a, as as someone's backstory is, I feel that's just another like version of like refrigerating a girl, being like, why does she have her powers? Yeah. My daddy touched me. I was like, really? Does why that is have he a to villain? be? Oh, oh, because daddy touched me. Like I just feel like that's too easy you know and yeah. it's like and it's also After, way more and shit's way more complicated than that in this post prince of tides world oh shit did you see prince of tides yeah i was just telling someone about that where they're like what's that dumb barbara streisand movie about i'm like a whole family being raped and pretending it didn't happen <laughs> and they're like what and i'm like yeah and then they had dinner and it's pretended insane. nothing happened it's so fucking insane. Well, Barbara Streisand's like, tell me the story. Actually, the reason that came up is I recently watched the Prince of Tides Simpsons episode, which is my favorite Simpsons episode. Oh, Marge's Fear, Marge Fear of Flying. Yeah. <laughs> it has the best joke ever where Homer's in the lesbian bar. <laughs> and he goes, there's something weird about this bar. I can't figure it out. I know this lesbian bar doesn't have a fire exit. Enjoy your death trap, ladies. And then a lesbians walk up and go, what's her problem? (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, Doom Patrol's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, Would you like to give another eulogy? Um, For Sabrina. Sure. Oh, yes, yes. Um. Dearly beloved, thank you so much. Um, what can I say about the chilling adventures of Sabrina season two other than it was pretty great? Yeah. <laughs> like, really great. Do you know it's been renewed for two more seasons? It should be. This is like the only should... thing I like on Netflix. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the only show, it's the show since um, Russian Doll that I yeah. devoured. Yeah, oh, Russian Doll is amazing too. But Sabrina just like it's like i watched that shit so fast and there was just a joy oh, in my I watched heart it all in one day yeah one day yeah i think i was two two i was sick and i had my top wisdom teeth taken but out, it was so because i, was I started out. that evening so it was like i started in the evening and then had to finish like the saturday morning oh oh i woke up in the morning and just powered through it just went by so quick and it was so good every moment of it like there was never there's never like a boring plot line. And also the acting is so good. Aunt Hilda, she's like my new favorite. Oh. Aunt yeah, Hilda she's, killed she's more Pam. people in this season oh. than she's anybody like, else. <laughs> she's like Rose Nyland. She's like low key, like the meanest one. Yeah. <laughs> she's the deadliest one. Oh my God. And she's, you know, I'll always say this, every time she's in anything, she's the Pam of the British office. Yes. I love that. I just love that. Going out and murdering everybody. And so here we really need to hook it up with, so Sabrina has now switched over and Harvey is now with, oh God, what's her blind friend's name? Um, Roz. Harvey is now with Roz. The poor trans girl is now Theo. And I say poor trans, Theo. trans boy. Oh my God, sorry. Oh the God, the poor, jo- I know, I'm sorry. I apologize. The trans boy Theo 
It's like, what? How come he does? Like the the one the one thing that bothered me it was like, oh, the trans boy's just sitting there while Theo and Rods are kissing, and he's like, oh well. I'm like, give him someone to like hook up with. Yeah. Do, do you think the the I mean, the other basketball is, player is going to be the person he's going to hook up with? Do you imagine? I want that to happen. I think he's that'll sexy. be cool. Anyway, but but Sabrina switched from Harvey to uh, Nick. To Nick um, Scratch. Oh, mm. do you got a, finale. Do you have an itch that needs to be scratched? Are they Ooh. are they all over eighteen? Are we allowed I hope to? So because that bacchanalian episode. Lord have mercy. I wish I wish I was in that park. With Nick them. Scratch is so hot. Woof. But here's the thing: Who would you rather have sex with? We need to get to like. We need to get to the real questions here. Yeah. Who would you so rather have sex with? If you had to choose between Harvey and Nick Scratch, who would you choose? My crush on Harvey is out of control. He's Anything really hot. There's something really sexy about him. He is so sexy to me. Ross Lynch. Oh, he's so he's so sexy. I don't oh. know what it is. But here, if you Typically wanted to... attracted to guys like him. If you wanted to die a little bit, watch um the episode like on youtube they like do a thing where they play truth or dare like three actors on like some buzzfeed type like promotional viral video you know what i'm talking about um, yeah yeah i'm listening those videos where there's always like just like every stupid youtube channel has something where it's them promoting the show but they play truth or dare and the guy who plays harvey is like the broest He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, who really? who is this? Like he's really <laughs> kind of broy and fratty. And it's kind of annoying. Oh. But I think I mean, in the end though, I think Harvey's hot, but I think I'm 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 a team scratch. Cause yeah, that part think, where he was he was like naked at one point, like yeah, shirtless, and about. I was just yeah, like I, could, I stood I was up. like, I need all of that. You stood up and you were just like, Yes, yeah, yes. I stood up. <laughs> I had to have a stand when <laughs> But people yeah. died. Nick Scratch died. Nick Scratch died. Well he didn't sent die to so hell. Much as... Yeah, he he's was now sent the into hell for the Dark Lord. Also, who died His body is, is uh, him. Twin Peaks. I love how the the Twin, Pe- the Twin Peaks guy is the anti-pope, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, dead, dead. I was like, you did not give him enough. He's a great. They should. They did not investigate his murder thoroughly enough to to automatically accuse Ambrose. They that was a inti- very Trumpian. This was such a Trump like yeah. reference where uh, the guy. I just he's still Jeff from uh, Coupling to me, um, who is the high priest. The high priest is like, oh, you killed him, and now I'm going to become anti pope. I'm like, that doesn't seem suspicious to anyone. Oh, I mean, it did ultimately. But I love that they're all like, hail Satan, 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 Satan. But then, but oh, oh, but how dare you try to put women in the corner and try to subjugate women. This is a very pro-woman. I'm saying. pro-Satan show. For Satanists, they woke. Yeah. I also love how they use heaven um, as a derogatory. (laughs) Yeah, and they did not do that in the first season. That was a second season It's super funny. I like that a lot. Yeah. Go to heaven. What the heaven are you talking about? Uh, who else died? Should um, we? Should well, we? Should we talk? The big about, one. Well, or, or do we want to go TV or comic books? What do you feel is the I bigger? Think, 
I think the biggest conversation is the final TV eulogy. I really okay, do. Okay, okay. So let's go into... There's been some comic book deaths. Yep. Um, dearly beloved, um, there were two deaths in Uncanny X-Men. The first one, we had the beheading. <laughs> the beheading of one Joseph... The clone of Magneto, which, Brett, don't fucking cry for that, because no one can... No, this is laughter. This oh, okay. Was, this is laughter. Because no was, one gives a shit. A very it was funny. brilliant. It was brilliant. That was a very funny death. It was a very funny death. Brilliant, brilliant. But then we also had, dearly beloved, we oh, must oh. honor... There is only one character who has been shit on more... <laughs> oh, God. Who has been shit on more than Miss Rain... Oh. Sinclair. The most tragic character in all of X-Lore. Oh, I forgot to tell you, bitch. I read Fallen Angels. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I did. did? I did read Fallen Angels. Yeah. Oh, someone dies in that. Don the Lobster. (laughs) Whatever. Um, But let's talk about that. Or should we just talk about right now? Or should I interrupt my... No, let me finish my... Not in the middle. Okay. But see, I'm shitting on Rain's eulogy. That's how much we shit See, even even in death, she's living a tragedy. But the thing is, is Fallen Angels made me go back and I started rereading some old X-Men and New Mutants. When she first started, she was just like, my dad tells me every day that I'm a sinner and I'm awful and I'm a monster. Mm -hmm. I'm a monster. So she grew up with that. Then Extinction Agenda. No, then Doug Ramsey, your best friend, fucking dies. Extinction Agenda. She gets like, um, become a, a mute, was it a mutate? Enslaved, a mutate. Enslaved, mutate. Then when they take it away, when she joins X Factor, I forgot, um, she couldn't turn back to human form and was still bonded to Havoc because he was a magistrate. So she had that fucking thing going on. Then... She fucking eats her dad. Eats her dad. She eats her dad. She falls in love with an Asgardian wolf. He fucking bails. She then fucking, he comes back. She has a baby with him. The kid is fucking murdered by yes. her friend. And then because? she comes because, oh wait, why does, oh, because they both want to rule hell. Because <laughs> her son is evil. Then she and coming. Then she gets like fucking warlocked. Uh, what's it, what's a transmode virus? Transmoded. She finally gets healed, and she's just as like, hey, you know what, Cyclops? I'm done. I just want to be happy. I just want to just be a normal person and be happy. And Wolverine and Cyclops are like, you know what, Rain? You do you. You oh, no, be happy. Cyclops was at one point like, uh, you sure putting you on a murder-based team wouldn't help? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was the whole eating the dad saga. Oh, you just ate your dad. Let's fuck go fucking murder people. So he was like, all right, I fucked no, they're up. Cool, they're cool. You do you. She goes off to live her life, and you're like, oh, good for you, Rain. Well, guess what we find out is apparently nope. Mirage... I'm calling her Mirage because this bitch has her powers back and they're not even going to talk about it. This bitch not only is shooting spirit arrows, but she also, her psychic bond with Rain is still alive and well because Mm -hmm. bitch falls over and is like, Rain Sinclair is dead. Fucking dead. 
What else? The they list. don't even show. Well, they don't even show her death. Do you think they're going to show it in the next step, uh, next issue? I don't think she's dead. Then what was that about? I don't know. So you don't think she's dead? I think she's dead. I think she's in that goddamn coffin going down. Oh my god! Because it's not fucking. What are they all going to be mourning over Joseph? No, <laughs> no one Maybe gives it's a fuck. Joseph. Joseph, fucking beheaded by Quanin, who is now just called Quanin. nothing. Who's nothing. now nothing. It's not Quanin. So not. basically, when Psylocke reconstituted herself into a white woman, there was an Asian woman left over of nothingness, which I'm like, that sounds kind of problematic to me. Is that problematic? I think that's I mean, a little problematic. I think with each new solution rises a new problem. I know, right? With Psylocke and identity. So, aye, aye, aye. so the X, but the, let's talk about the X-Men. Damn, this uh, is a good run. I love it. What a good fucking run. I love this episode. This issue, I read this issue three times because it just felt like the X-Men so much. And know what's great is that if you were like, here's my X-Men team, Madrox, Havoc, oh, yeah. Wolverine, Cyclops, Magic, Chamber, Mirage, Banshee, and Hope, I would be like, um, what? Ew. Like, my first member, instinct would be ew. New member. And new member Juggernaut. Oh, yeah, Juggernaut. Let's see how long that fucking lasts. Well, just a, probably a few more issues. Yeah. But I would be like, what are you kidding? Where's Storm? Where's Rogue? Where are the good people? Where's Psylocke? There's no good people on this team. Fuck you. But it's amazing. I love it. Oh, it's great. It's great. The whole thing of a Cyclops saying this is a team of people who have all led X-Men at one point. I know. I'm, and I was like, yes. I'm stepping down. That's amazing. That's that's amazing. So now they're ruling by democracy, which I will oh. say, but guess what? You still need to have a captain in battle. Yes. So they need do. to and address that. Because you can't be like, all right, we're being attacked. Uh, show of hands. Who was it? Like, you know, then you all be dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, it's great. And um, the hope thing, I think, was... I laughed when all of a sudden Hope was on the team. And then later Scott was like, well, they voted for Hope on the team. I was like, yep, let's just get this shit. This fast forward pacing. um, And that will come up later when we talk about another show. Uh, And Havoc. It's just great. Calling out the brother, calling out Cyclops. Oh, where he's like, oh, what? He can't be on the team. Why? Because he, what you send them? Because they don't have, he doesn't have like a messed up son of your like family member that you have to take care of. (laughs) Yeah, why? What about Hope? She's Cable's daughter. I couldn't just turn her over. Oh yeah. Then wh- whose fucked up kid is Dark Beast? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is brilliant. Oh my well, god. Well, Matthew Rosenberg so loves Havoc so much. I mean, he writes a hell of a Havoc. His Havoc swears beautifully. And I will say, reading this, and even though we're not officially, I guess we can go into it after this. Um, before we go into the final eulogy, reading the dialogue here compared to Fallen Angels. Oh, thank you. Do you know what I want to do? Oh my God. Fallen I was thinking Angels this the entire time. Is so oh, it's bad. ridiculous. It's so bad. And all, like, I feel like all comic books were like that. Like, but here's the deal time. I agree with you. The plot of it is super interesting. Right? Don't you want to rewrite it? But it's with good the dialogue? first time where Madrox. Like the the person doesn't want to rejoin him. It's the first time him and Siren get together. Like 
and it's about like a party alien that who is collecting can't, who's, mutants. Who's because her her what? alien race can't evolve. And then it turns out she, they can evolve because she's got persuasion powers, and therefore she's a mutant on her alien planet. Yeah, because no one else has that power. And then Chance is, so cool. is a mutant. And then I was like, and oh, what, whatever happened to Double Chance? Or nothing. Nothing. <laughs> she nothing. has never been used ever again, which is so and rare. No. I thought she was even Ariel was reused. Ariel was huh. reused in uh, Second Coming and got blown up in a car. Oh yeah, but huh. Chance was never. I looked it up. She was never used ever again. Wow. They were like, "Fuck you!" But that. But I there was li- the, 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 the line. It. But there was one line where, and I guess they were trying to make Sunspot haughty and arrogant. But at one point he goes, I will not reproach you, Chance, for the words you said to me. And I was like, are we in a fucking Shakespearean play? Who fucking says the word reproach ever? And I don't care if this was the 80s. No one said that back then either. I will not reproach you. And then you're reading Havoc. He's like, fuck you, Cyclops. (laughs) (laughs) Right. How about in Fallen Angels, how every issue has to, at one point in the beginning, he has to go, my name is Roberto da Costa. I am 14 years old. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, right, stop it. it. the fuck go. Stop it. Oh, fallen angels. Whatever happened to Gomi? Um, I don't know, but I bet you he's coming back if that lobster showed up in that picture. I would you, I would totally write Gomi in something. You know what? If you want to make something good, write Gomi in it. He had such a sad history. Yeah, and his name means garbage. His name means garbage in Japanese, <laughs> And it was two perverted um, scientists that were like jerking off to Jean Grey, wanted to create some with telepathy. So they like, they fucking chloroform him and give him fucked up, not right telekinetic powers. It's so sad. It's very sad. Anyway. Oh, Fallen Angels. Don't read it. Fallen Angels. What am I? uh, But give me some sort of reunion or flashback or something soon. Right. Yeah. Bill the Lobster, he's in the House of X teaser image. But the other interesting thing that the reason I started reading New Mutants again is because did you realize that the scene of Boom Boom coming in is also in X Factor? Yeah, it was like, right? Didn't that scene happen on the other side? Yeah, the but completely, but it happens different. And it's different words, and it doesn't oh, no happen shit. the same. Oh, weird. So it's kind Somebody of like got a no prize, and they're wearing different outfits, and like it's just weird. And it's weird because Skids is almost wearing the same outfit that Boom Boom is wearing in the Fallen Angels. Yo, how about Skids was in Amazing Nightcrawler? <laughs> was she? Yeah, Miss Blevins. Oh, right. The one who is working with yeah so skids is still alive skids um uncanny what else about uncanny because it's so great Uh, it's just leading to this i think emma frost is probably showing up any second so is emma frost connected to rain sinclair's quote-unquote death i don't know 
like isn't there something of like a solicit that says well, the Hellfire Club and the, and something they knew about the death or something, uh, something? I don't know. All I know is like it's just like something. and the next three issues of Uncanny are basically Cyclops and Emma talking about the relationship, and I will just sit there and jerk off over oh, the, hell each yeah. issue because I will love oh that. God. Wait until she sees he's missing an eye. Will she make? Will she be sad, or will she make a snark comment, or both? I think it's gonna really hurt her. Like I think she's gonna hate to see it. Yeah. If she's callous about it, I'm gonna be like, I don't think I want to keep reading. We're so invested. Uh, oh, there's a new, there's another death. A death of a comic book. What? West Coast Avengers. <gasps> oh. Oh, I know. I'm so sad about it. Did you read it? Yes. Did you see they just full on was like, oh, guess what, Kate Bishop? Both of your ex, both of your boyfriend, and your ex-boyfriend are bi and want to fuck each other. Uh, she just dropped that know. bomb. She's like, fuck you. I'm making them all fucking. I'm making everybody bi. And yeah, yeah, do it. And she's like, have I ever dated anyone straight? And the whole team at once goes, goes no. no. That was the funniest thing <laughs> ever. That was the best. It was the funniest thing. God, that was such a fucking. And then I'm just like, you know what, Marvel? Fuck you for canceling this, because it was the funniest, smartest comic. Like, what the fuck? It's a shame. It's so enjoyable. Ugh. And then you're gonna have like five, like Wolverine Infinity Gauntlet. Fuck you. I'm not even gonna talk about it because it was stupid. I didn't even buy the new issue. Major X. I, I refuse to read issue. it. I refuse to read that garbage. Rob, Rob, I'm not going to read that Gomi. Liefeld, go take a long walk off a short pier. Oh, he told you off 50 Why style. don't you make like a tree and leave? Ooh, why don't you make like... Biff Tannen? Why don't you make like horse shit and hit the trail? Okay, that's from Back to the Future too. All right. Well, I think we've reached the, the conclusion, the final, what we're really here for. So this is where I might actually cry. <laughs> Did you cry? I sobbed. You sobbed? Like, I got, like, misty, but I, I didn't, sobbed. like, sob. I, oh. But I, I had, like, probably I think I wasn't full though. crying because part of me was like, this isn't real. They're going to change it. And then there was a, when they started singing, I was like, oh, no, this is real. And this so is the I would end. even like it's it's such an amazing experience watching this that I want to be like, if you haven't seen the magicians and you haven't seen the finale yet, uh, who am I talking to? There's no one who's listening to the show who watches the magicians who hasn't seen or heard about the finale yet. Yeah, um, and that's the thing you need to watch the magicians. It is the best, and that's why it takes the biggest risks. I will say for sure. Can we do this for next week? I want us to watch one episode of The Order because it's another Magic Kids Go to School show on Netflix. And I'm imagining it being horrible. Yeah, it just got picked up for a season two. I know that. Well, I want us to watch the first episode to get our takes being like, now that the Magicians has died, will this fill the hole? But the Magicians, it's such quality. It's so different. That this, This finale... And we it were given was a hint. such a different TV experience. We were given a big hint. A big hint that this was a going to happen. A whole episode worth of hint. There was a whole episode where it was like, no, the side quests are what matter. 
The main person's story, Quentin, is not the story that this story is about. It is the side quests. And that was a huge hint that what they were going to do was Quentin Choir was going to save the world and sacrifice himself. That episode even ended with Penny greeting somebody who we didn't see in the underworld. And the finale revealed that it was Quentin. And the fact that he, and when they gave him the power that he found out his, um, what is it called? His mate, not his major, his specialty. What's the word? Yeah. Like his natural power was, uh, mending small objects, minor objects. So I was like, well, clearly that is going to be very important. And it was because they had to take the, uh, the, the people, the two monsters were thrown in were collected in these orbs and they have to throw them in the seam of the universe between the, you know, the universe and the anti-universe. And uh, the evil librarian um, needed one of them so that he could be t- eat it to become a god. And uh, yep. so he broke the mirror that he could throw the seam into. But when you're in the mirror world, if you use magic, the whole entire thing, the whole a- area that you're in will explode. And so he ends up using his minor mending to mend the mirror. And it blows everything up and Penny just grabs. And that's the thing that, uh, what's his name? Other Penny was telling him to do, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think Quentin kind of figured it out for himself. That was the impression. No, but I think he let Penny know like, hey, you got to fucking oh, pull to Alice get out Alice of out of there. Yeah, exactly. Quentin gave Penny the heads up that he was about to do it so he can get Alice out of there. And then the whole thing ran in slow motion. The whole scene, the death scene, ran in slow motion, which just, like, it gives you this sense that what's, what you're watching is very real. Yeah, it's like, real and it's no important. It's this not, is what yeah. is happening. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it happened halfway. Like, the big takedown of the big bad guy it was happening halfway through the episode, and I was like, "Huh." I would expect this. He's going to be gonna come back. Later. He's going to come back. That's what I thought. Yeah. Then. He's not really dead because it's halfway through. Nope. It was basically a long eulogy to Quentin Choir. And that's what made this episode so different from anything I've ever seen. Like we've seen shocking character deaths. I mean, fuck, we watched Lost. We've seen that, but. We have never been given so much time to grieve along with the characters. Not since Valerie's family have they killed off the lead character. <laughs> they killed and replaced her with Sandy Duncan. <laughs> Can you imagine being like, we're bringing Quentin back, but he will be played by Sandy Duncan. Is Sandy Duncan dead? Uh, yes. Okay. <gasps> She's yeah. missing an eye. She is. She has a glass eye. One could be a fairy eye. Okay, anyway. Yeah, you can't use magic inside of her eye. <gasps> that should be the new thing. It'll be Sandy Duncan's eye will make an appearance in the new season. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, we spent a half hour grieving for Quentin. Uh, it, it was his funeral, and it was his best friends sitting around a fire remembering him and not being able to really speak. So they fucking sang... They broke out into Aha's a ballad, take on a me. ballad version of of Take on Me, Ugh. calling back to the musical episode, um, but improving upon it. And each amazing... one of them brought an object that reminded them the most of Quentin. Oh, 
And also in this, wait, go ahead, go ahead. Well, also in this, um, Margot manages to save Elliot. That's how they got the monster in the yes. orb or the bottle that Quentin had to throw in. And they himself. were able to save Julia, but Penny had to make a choice and made her be human. He had a, he, she, had a, she could be a goddess or a mortal, and he chose mortal, which did not make her happy at all. Um, but Quentin, um, when he sees, so they all give their, their object the fire. When Quentin sees a monster-free Elliot um, walk up to the fire and join his friends in the song, the face that Jason Ralph makes yeah. when he sees Elliot, like, okay for the first time. Oh, my God. Well, because also, if I'm you think about it, right that's like, about it. it's his, him and Alice are his two biggest loves. And they're and it's, okay. He, he, this was all to save Elliot. Like, this whole thing, like, he yeah. died to save Elliot. Like, it's incredible. And for him to get a glimpse of Elliot, like, fine. Ugh. God. It was so. It was amazing. And I think the other important thing with this is how he's. This is a character that started off suicidal in a mental hospital. Oh, that line. Oh. And he was like, "Wait, was this just me trying to kill myself?" And that's when it was like, "No," because you. And that was the thing he saw that is like, because you don't really want to be dead. Like, you know, and, and it was interesting that after it ended, they did put a suicide hotline thing yeah. at the end of it, which I thought was smart. Yeah. But it was just like so brilliant line, and so it, smart. It was like he looked at Penny and said, did I perform a heroic act to save my friends or did I find a way to kill myself finally? Like it was just such a wonderful capture of that character. And then we do a bit of a like mini end of uh of um six feet under where he starts asking about each character and we kind of i think when next season picks up it's going to be fast forwarded a little bit in time and it's basically like a reset of like here's this is the new world order of how things are what do we have alice head of the library yep we have um uh what was going on did we see what was going on with katie no i don't think so but we see julia is still a magician so yeah, she's now she got her magic back from she, quentin's death yeah so quentin's death was able to reignite her being a magician so she's back to normal magician person no more goddess stuff and then uh um, Margo and Elliot, when they arrive in Fillory, it's 300 years later, which I'm kind of like, how did, like, did they spend, how come time wasn't fast forwarding before that? Yeah, that was a little weird. It's 300 years past and Josh and Fen were overthrown and gone. And there's an evil ruler in this place. Is Josh long dead? That's what, but I mean, because in the other world, Josh and uh, Elliot lived a whole life and died there. So it's not like you live less, like like you don't age, you do. And then why didn't they just go back? Can't they go? You can still go back and forth, right? Or is the... Yeah, I don't rap- know. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, you mean um, Quentin and Elliot in the uh, living their whole life, like dying there? Yeah. That thing? 
So I'm I mean, just saying. So think this that was is the very key magic, though. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying that it's not like oh, the it's like they if 300 years pass, they're dead. They don't live for those no, characters dead. don't live forever. Yeah. So what the fuck? Right. Josh so can't be dead. Never come back and. Josh never, can't be dead. Come back and visited. Can you imagine yeah. if it was like oh, Josh is dead too. <laughs> Like, oh, you got a whole fucking <laughs> half an hour dedicated to you, and I just got killed in like a, just a piece of dialogue. So I'm very excited for that to be returned. They have not released, like, we they don't even know if it'll be coming back in a year. I'm hoping it'll be a year. Uh, we might need to get uh, Miss Strain, see if she'll talk to us again. Ooh. Oh. Christina Strain. Oh, she's the best. And, uh, yeah, I'm super excited for it. Yeah, I just, that was really, I mean, I'm just remember the Magician season finale when we do our best of at the end of the year. Yeah. Because yeah. it's going to be, it, it's just number one already. <laughs> it's, yeah, how are you going to beat this? I mean, for me, it's like Sabrina and this, like, I don't know what's going to be better than those two shows. You aren't going to beat this, Hickman. Oh fuck! Do you That's feel right. Hickman is going to be bad? You know, I I think it he's overhyped. It feels overhypey. Right? I think it's that ad in the comics that just says Hickman, like it's just the word Hickman. Yeah, you're like what? Like so the fuck what? What did you what do that I like that much? Right, and like nothing. Just. He's, it just it feels very pretentious to me. But that's the thing is they're putting him in like. I'm sure it'll be great. Okay, here's okay. Okay, let's just throw this out here. What names do you think you could do that with? I will say this, and I'm going to throw my names out if you have any other ones, like Brubaker, Morrison, uh, Moore, Bendis. I feel like you could do that with those names. Who else do you think you could do that with? Not Hickman. Uh, I don't think there is anyone. I'm like, oh, shut up to that approach in advertising. Sell me on the story. <laughs> Stop being so mysterious. What are you trying to hide? Sell me on the story, guys. Sell me on the story. I just, you know, I just want a good story, you know. Can we move away from death and toward resurrection? Yes, please. So, as you know, we are one week away from Avengers Endgame. Fuck. I am personally very excited. I'm so emotionally drained from The Magicians. It's getting me, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm excited for Endgame. I'm still tired from Magicians, but I'll get my energy back. But fuck. Fuck. I, it's going to be next week. I know. Are you watching <laughs> it? When are you watching it? Thursday at 6 p.m., motherfucker. Shit. Well, I guess... We are not, we usually, we're not recording on Thursdays, but we will not be recording Thursday next week because both of us are going to be watching Avengers. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And um, yeah, I told you I walked to the theater. I did that whole story. Um, so. Have you Marvel. been doing, I've heard you've been doing some detective work. I have. Oh, let me find a business card. Here we go. Hi. I'm Brett, comic book queer, gay comic book detective. That's too long. You need to think of something snazzier. Oh, I had a whole other four minutes. Okay. I know it is. Fag P.I. 
Fag P-I. And fag is spelled with a P-H. Yeah. I love it. Um, Marvel is releasing a number of um, classic stories, classic issues, under the trade dress of true believers. You know, it's conventional wisdom that they do this during events in order to give context or background or, or tease people into thinking that they're actually teasing connections from the story and the classic issue to the event that's happening, say, Endgame. Wait, can I, hold, let me pause you really quick. Did they do this for part one? Did they release stuff? And do you know which ones? I don't know which ones, and I don't know if they did for that in particular, well, but I know that True Believer are a bad detective. Have before. <laughs> Listen, that that, that it has been done right before, before we but recorded. you don't know when it was. <laughs> I can do some research. I mean, I've got files. I've got, they're in my trunk of my car. Where are we at with that thing impounded. that I just asked you about right this second that you didn't know about? <laughs> I did do some digging into one particular issue that came out as one of the true believer issues centered around Endgame. And it, we don't, I mean, centered around is unfair. Released around the same time as Endgame. But, you know, there's going to be connections. Does it say true believers, like, on the cover? Mm-hmm. But okay. then it's like the original cover of yeah. the... Just yeah. Just like a little banner or something. So one of the True Believer issues is Avengers number 343 from Volume 1, its original run. Uh, it's a story about a new team of Avengers forming. Uh-huh. It is um, Jarvis is with Thor, but it turns out it's not Thor Thor. It's Eric Masterson Thor, who would later become Thunderstrike. I, I don't, know, the, I don't um, know anything about that. Oh, he's on the Asgardians of the Galaxy right now. Oh, okay. I don't know him. Ponytail, I don't, different I don't kind know of hammer. Her. I don't know her. <laughs> you don't know Eric Masterson? Mm-mm. Okay, well, she knows you. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, well, who else is on the fucking team? Um, it is... Um, Wait, is Jarvis an team? actual team member? Or is he just on the uh, cover? I mean, he's, I mean, he's like, no, he's just there. You know, okay. he's being the Jarvis. Um, and who should show up but... Oh, Cap is there too. Captain America, heard of him? Yeah. Learn about him. I do know um, him. Okay, so he's there. So then all of a sudden they're like, oh, here comes our new member through her space portal. It's Crystal and her baby Luna. And she's like, hey boys, I'm an elemental. That means this and blah, blah, blah. Check out my headbands. Um, and they're like, cool, cool, cool. And then all of a sudden here comes the other members are Black Widow, Vision, Hercules, and the Black Knight. Oh. Okay. So it's when this team is forming together. So they, it's basically about this team, like, coming together and trying to get along. It's very dialogue heavy. Uh, it's very, it's very good in that regard, in that it's just a lot of conversations um, of this Character new team. Character development. To, character development. Thank you. When all of a sudden something happens that leads them to an adventure in the back parts of the book. Uh, Let me guess. They're teeing up next issue. I know what happens. The big battle. Crystal goes, Lockjaw, take me here. I need you to do the following four (laughs) things. No, but Um, what's the big thing? Is it like the end? And the big thing, there's someone attacking them, and it turns out the person attacking them is uh, the swordsman, former ally, um, Avenger-adjacent swordsman who would you know later be evil and 
and all that stuff. What year was this first come out? Good question. Is it 80s, 90s? You know, I'd say it's probably late 80s. Okay. Early 90s. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, go with, I'll go with early 90s. So what uh, do you think is in here that might show up? Do you think it's this is in reference to Endgame or just the future of Marvel movies? Well, it's like, why would Marvel choose to release this issue of old Avengers right around the release of Endgame? Why? What's special about it? Why this one? There's so there's literally hundreds of Avengers issues. Why 343? Well, I think there's a few things. Number one. Number one. Dun, 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 on dun. Page four. Ant-Man crawls up Thanos' ass and expands in his asshole, killing him. No, that is not true. No, it's not true. Oh, my God. I wanted it to be, though. Wait, what really happened? Um, there are three things. There are three things. Number one, Number there's one. a panel of Vision, who is now all white. Oh, white vision. Albino yeah, vision. I don't know. Bad, yeah. I, you don't like albino, albino vision? Don't. I will say I the do. first vision I ever read was albino vision. Okay, good. Just don't or call him white did, vision. Because white vision, he also doesn't have any emotions, right? Didn't he lose all emotions at that point? And he has a panel stating that. Like, he's not revealing it. He's, he's like, informing one of the new members. Oh, I don't um, have emotions anymore. Sorry. I think Jar- Jarvis but I'm like, not looks sorry, at Luna. Because I don't feel anything. <laughs> And then he invented hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, Jarvis, so she's holding Luna, Crystal. Well, back then he would say like, pound oh. sign. All right, sorry, go on. Sorry. <laughs> Jarvis, in a very savvy move, looks at Crystal and is like, oh, Luna's so cute. It's so nice having children around the mansion again. Oh, my goodness, Sir Jar- Vision, I'm so sorry. I did not mean <laughs> Oh, because it was when Wanda's, oh, Wanda's kids were disappeared yeah. at that point. <laughs> and Vision's like, that's okay. I have no emotions anymore. I remember the event, but have no emotional connection to it. <laughs> so I was like, ooh, that could be, that could be an endgame. Oh, uh, yeah. Always, always going to come back as albino Vision. Like Shuri could maybe, like Shuri did a thing and she'll, you know. Oh, no, she's, she's gone. She's well, no, because well, but they dusted him, but Records. he, but they downloaded his brain into the robot. Yeah, and so without, saying... so he's going to have that, but without the um, the gemstone, he's not going to be able to have the emotions. Right. Ah, that. So makes then, Wanda. So then, and then Wanda's going to be like still in love with him, but he's got no emotions anymore. Love it. And then Wanda Vision. Wanda Vision, is that the what? What's the third thing? Or is that the number first number two? Thing? Oh, number two. Two. Um, there is a scene where Cap is up late at the kitchen table, and Black Widow comes out in her pajamas, and she's like, "Steve, what's wrong?" And I'm like, "Oh, this this smells like Endgame." Yeah. Um, and it was just this like conversation with Cap and Natasha about how the Avengers kind of have lost their meaning and lost what they stand for, and you know, he just wants a team that can mean something again and stand for something again. And there used to be an integrity to the name Avengers. I'm like, okay, pops. Um, but I can see Steve kind of like having a conversation with Natasha about, you know, making a team again. So it could be that. Okay. That seems like really boring for them to release a whole issue out. Sure. Just to reference that boring scene. 
Sure. Not to shit on Maybe your it's both. detective. Maybe room. both are in it. Maybe it's both. Okay, well, how about a th- number three? I want number you to really three. wow me with this one. All right. I did mention that toward the end of the issue, they get a distress signal, a cry for help, and they have to go <gasps> oh. rescue someone. Uh-huh. Who is it? What if Ms. that person was Johnny Storm? What? That's right. Hey, the human you know, torch hey, SOS you know at the end. They said... And that, that Johnny Storm was the actual person in the issue? Yep. Now, I'm going to tell you right this. They kept talking about how the X-Men aren't going to show up. But they didn't say a goddamn thing oh. about the Fantastic Four. Oh, I'm absolutely calling Endgame is going to end with a giant four oh. made out of flame. Oh. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, I just came a little bit. You don't got to cast anybody. Just have a human torch make a four out of fire in the sky. Boom. And fuck yeah. Oh. Well, uh, all right. So I mean, get, you, know, you did it. Do, you wowed me. Galactus. These first two, I was like, eh, that seems like pushing it. The third one, that's good. That's good. I like it. I want that to happen now. Yeah. 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 I can't I also think. I think also um, Hercules is going to get a big push. So it could be Hercules as well. It's a big Hercules issue. Hercules, Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. And, you know, we're thinking Hercules is going to be in Eternals. Maybe. They also just kind of redesigned him at the end of No Road Home. Right. Yeah, they're setting he's, something up. He's got a big makeover. Got a big makeover. And then did you hear... What if the Eternals are all gay? Well, did you hear they wanted to... Oh, oh, there's people that are pissed that like that they're probably not going to make him... Wait, he was the one that was bi, right? Or gay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, oh, bi. they're now saying that they're, the casting agents are looking for the lead actor is a gay Asian. Yes, I read that too. Who is is who is there an Asian Eternal, or are they just like you're going to be this Eternal, but we're just going to make? But let's get an Asian guy to play him. I mean, that'd be cool. All I know, have you seen the gay Asian on um, uh, uh what's that show that's been on forever? Grey's Anatomy. Yes. I've watched on Ooh. YouTube. Someone's just collecting like the sex scenes. That that little guy, nerdy guy, he's with. Is so, and the, he's cute too, but the 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 Asian doctor is so out of his league, and I am I just know. like you are the. But I like watching it because I'm like it makes me feel like yeah. I have a chance. Like he's so hot, it hurts. It hurts to look at him. Um, but one of the casting things is people are saying it might be the gay Asian guy from uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Oh. Who I also think is adorable, and I'd be all for that. Especially if they're going to have to get him Thor's trainer and get him all beefy. Okay. So it's not B.D. Wong. B.D. Wong's too old. That bitch is old. <gasps> you bitch. B.D. Wong is like 55. That's the name of this episode. B.D. Wong. Girl, you're B.D. Wong is 55. You are wrong. You're B.D. Wong. <laughs> <laughs> if being B.D. Wong is wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> uh, well, guys, focus on the living. Don't focus on the dead. 
Thank you so much. Please take some ham on your way out. <laughs> yeah. Or just come back. We're holding shiver. This is seven days. <laughs> All right. Well, next week we'll focus on some more lively things. Um, thank you so much for attending our funeral episode of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. Um, we have some more good news. If you like reading comics... Oh, guess what? Well, that, that means. makes you <gasps> queer. You're gay now. Gay now. Bye. Bye. Bye.